Welcome to the NutraCast, a production by Nutra Ingredients USA. I'm Danielle Masterson. Thank you for joining me here on the NutraCast, where we talk and share insights from inside the nutrition industry. When you're out grocery shopping, you probably notice there are now entire sections dedicated to free from products. These products are made without specific ingredients like gluten, dairy, nuts, and other things that many are allergic to or can't tolerate. My next guest has been credited for revolutionizing big food by creating this free from category, and now he's taking those skills and applying them to cannabis. Right now, I'd like to welcome Scott Mandel, the founder and former CEO of Chicago-based Enjoy Life Foods and current president of Cannabistry. Hi, Scott, and welcome to the NutriCast. Hi, Danielle. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. And it's great to have you. So let's start from the beginning. I mean, how did you get the Free From movement started? Yeah, sure. So um, this goes back actually to the 90s. I, uh, I was a uh, commercial banker for eight years, went back for my uh, MBA degree uh, in the evening uh, at Northwestern Kellogg School of Management and ended up writing a business plan for an entrepreneurship class, which became uh, ultimately Enjoy Life Foods. So Really, we had a concept of coming out with products that were not only gluten-free, but free of common allergens. No, nobody had done it in the industry. There were a few gluten-free companies out there, but not many. No one had done anything where the products were free of all the common allergens as defined uh, by the FDA, the, the big eight. And I really felt that it would be, first of all, there'd be a great need for it. And we would have something truly unique and really something difficult to, to replicate as well. So uh, we actually started what has become known as the free from category in, in the food space. We were way ahead of our time by, by many years. We were actually the very first company in the world to be certified gluten-free as well. So uh, and this goes back to about 20 years ago. You know, as time went on, more companies started jumping in uh, to the space, which was a good thing because it's tough to be a category of one. Uh, and then there was a real free from category, but we were the, the true leader in the space and built it over the course of really uh, 13, 14 years. Yeah. So like you said, you were before your time. I mean, were people ready when you first introduced this marketing idea? It's funny. I mean, people who, who either themselves or loved ones obviously had, had food allergies or food intolerances or celiac disease. I mean, they loved when they saw these products, they couldn't believe it. They almost, you know, didn't trust it unless, until they found out that we were so careful. We actually started our own manufacturing facility from, from day one. So we didn't outsource the manufacturing like most food companies do, at least early on, because we needed to con- keep control of the, the quality and make sure there was no contamination issues. So for those consumers, uh, obviously, it was a welcome site and, and we had a true evangelist out there nationwide of people who, who were trying our products. With that said... Going to the retailers, uh, unless they had a personal attachment to food allergies, they were kind of like eyes glazed over, like, what are you talking about? We have never heard of this before. So we kind of started with the gluten-free message because that started coming before the free from message, just because, uh, again, those, that's what people started to identify with initially. As we started talking about the, gl- the gluten-free message, we brought in the free from and little by little over time. People started to understand that a lot more, and it went from okay, we we might give this a try to all right, let's get, uh, have a four foot section to let's have an eight, a twelve, a sixteen, twenty, and beyond, and and then we became category captain in the space 
that hadn't existed before. But uh, yeah, it definitely took some time. Yeah. And now it's everywhere, right? Like now you can't everywhere. go anywhere without seeing something, you know, gluten-free options. And it's funny, I'm having some friends over this weekend. One has a gluten allergy. A couple of us are on low FODMAP. And it's so funny because if I was throwing a party 10 years ago, this wouldn't even have been a consideration or, or part of the conversation. Yeah, I, it's, it's true. I, it's, it's amazing how it's evolved. And now you literally can't go into a restaurant them not, you know, either having a, a gluten-free menu or things noted, or at least a wait staff talking about it saying, Hey, if you have any, you know, food restrictions, let us know. So it's, it's gone from, you know, almost no one having it to a few places to now, uh, you know, everyone. And like you said, when you have people over, I mean, the, the host really does need to find out if people have uh, various food sensitivities because you wouldn't want to put anyone in the position of coming over and then not being able to eat. It's just not fair uh, and doing it the right way. So uh, yeah, it's changed dramatically. Mm-hmm. And so fast forward a few years, you are now working in the cannabis space. What led you to make that leap from food to cannabis? Yeah, sure. So for, first of all, Lucky enough, we, we grew into our life to the point where uh, one of the big food companies out there saw a real uh, need for our brand and product and had the ability to, to grow it worldwide. We ended up selling the business. I stayed on for about a year and a half. It was Mondelez International who acquired us. So I stayed on for a while and then left in uh, uh, October of 16. Parallel to that, uh, one of the uh, gentlemen on my board of directors all those years had started this company, Cannabis Tree, and his background is really from the, the beverage space, uh, doing research and development in the beverage space. He has a, a, another company called Imbibe uh, that does R&D work in, in the beverage space and saw a need in the cannabis industry for a, co- for a company that's very focused on developing uh, and, and doing true R&D and developing kind of best-in-class cannabis-infused products and then brands as well. And so he set off to start this company 2014. I actually became a passive investor in the business. And uh, after I sold and left Enjoy Life, kind of recruited me to come aboard as the company's president in February of 2017. And, uh, and that's how I got into it. Now, I, I will say that I was a bit conflicted before I kind of jumped in, you know, especially back then, I mean, it's even evolved over the last five years, but you know, 2016 and 2017, it was still kind of, I don't want to say taboo space, but it was still, it was kind of crossing the lines a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I had to give it some thought whether or not this lined up with, you know, my own personal, you know, beliefs and, and uh, if I felt good about doing what, what I would be doing. And I went from not sure to feeling okay to actually feeling great because, more I thought about it, more I got into it. There, there was a lot of similarity to Enjoy Life foods in the sense that Enjoy Life had a true reason for being and was really there to help people live a better, a better life. On the Enjoy Life side, I mean, it truly was uh, life or death. Somebody with a uh, food allergy has a nut, for instance. I mean, it, it could be life-threatening. Mm-hmm. And then when I looked in the cannabis space and kind of some of the products that we were, you know, coming out with and how helpful it could be from a, from a wellness perspective, I really saw, you know, some similarities there, like again, in, in, in helping people and in, in coming out with products that in the past they haven't had access to and, and it's a burgeoning space. And, and that's the other part of it. I will say too, I, I love the, the entrepreneurial spirit of getting into something very new 
And obviously the cannabis space saw a, a big opportunity, something that was going to be growing exponentially over many years. And it felt like a very exciting space to be in. So kind of put all those pieces together and, and not to mention working with someone that uh, was on my board for a number of years, uh, it all, all kind of lined up and, and uh, I jumped in. I mean, definitely a risk, especially at that time, but it sounds like it, it panned out pretty well for you. What skills have you been able to bring with you from the food industry? Listen, I, I'm kind of of the belief that business skills are very transferable, okay? You know, I had to have the ability to lead teams, to build brands, to understand manufacturing, supply chain, building a culture, working with distributors and retailers, being very consumer-centric, being focused on product development and, and, and product development pipeline. I mean, these are all things that, you know, definitely brought over from, from my prior experience in the, in the food industry. So with cannabis, there's obviously um, particulars within that industry that you need to learn, and, and, and that took some time. But as, as far as running a business, uh, again, I, I, I just saw a lot of similarities and uh, my experience at uh, Enjoy Life definitely uh, transferred over to, to cannabis tree. Mm-hmm. So you've been credited with pioneering the free from allergy free food movement. Are you hoping to build that out, that additive free category out to the cannabis industry? Yeah, so we have three brands in the market. One of our brands is called Mystify. And actually, it's in a category uh, of vape, which, you know, hasn't always had the best press. And, and there's, there's reasons behind that. Obviously, uh, 2019, there was significant scare uh, out in the market where, where people died. And, and, you know, after investigation, what they saw was the oil was cut with uh, vitamin E acetate, which is something that should never be ingested in, in any uh, way, shape or form. And, you know, I think it brought on a whole level of, um, you know, well, where a lot of people started looking at the vape category in, in a different way. And, you know, for us, you know, we saw that as, hey, you know, this is part of our calling card, which is we're always looking out for the consumer and making sure things are done the right way. And, you know, borrowing from my past and free from, we said, wouldn't it be great if, you know, if, if we came out with our product and again, it was free from anything that shouldn't be in there, meaning additives, flavoring, diluents, thickening agents, carrier oils, plant wax, you know, resin, chlorophyll, any of any of those undesirable and what would be in the product is purely what you want in the product. And that's what we came out with. So I think, you know, over time, people are starting to more, have more confidence there, although they're looking at ingredients in a, in a much different way than they did before uh, as they should. And us having that free from mentality of don't put anything in the product unless it should be in there is absolutely the way to go. And, and obviously we're talking about that as part of the, the brand promise for this brand Mystify. And you mentioned product listings or ingredient listings. You know, when someone buys a, a cannabis product, I mean, does it normally have an ingredient list or some type of label on it so you know what, what exactly you're getting? Yeah, they'll have a, 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 an ingredient list on it. I mean, if you're just buying pure flour, it's just the flour, but uh, 
if you're buying a product that has that's packaged like a consumer product, yes, it will have an ingredient list. And so if you look at, for instance, Mystify, if you look at uh, our ingredient list, it's got one ingredient, cannabis extract. That's it. Pure and simple. What about other brands? I mean, is that what, what all brands do? Or are you just talking specifically about your brands that fall under cannabis tree? Well, I'm just speaking about our brand now. Uh, I don't want to speak for other brands. I mean, some may have that, and and some may have you know other other items on the ingredient list as well. Uh, again, there's so many products out there, so I don't want to speak for all, all of the other products in the market. Some brands are are uh, more keen to looking at those things in a much more uh, appropriate way, and and others, you know, probably take more lax position. So it's always important to you know, feel good about the brands that you're buying, understanding what's in a product, because you never want to be in a situation, obviously, where uh, you're buying products that just aren't what you, they're all uh, cracked up to be, uh, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And so how important is research and science to your company? Uh, super important. I mean, that was, it's been kind of the legacy of our company. That's how it first started, really. We uh, created a laboratory and pilot plant. We hired a team of scientists. We've done an exorbitant amount of testing uh, over years. Uh, we've done consumer testing, double-blind placebo consumer testing. So it's really important to us. So we, we take the approach. It's not science from the standpoint of adding things two products necessarily. It's more about, especially with Mystify, it's more about preserving nature. It's about having the most nature identical product that we possibly can. We have the approach that the less we touch things, the better it is. But with that, you still want to extract the undesirables from the plant, whatever undesirables there may be, but you want to maintain all of the, you know, the, the appropriate compounds, the THC, the terpenes and other compounds that you want, not only retain them, but retain them in the exact proportions that they are found in nature. And that's what we do. That's the, the, the work that we've done has allowed us to come out truly with, uh, or develop a nature uh, identical oil for this mystified product that, you know, we can literally show that it is in the same, you know, all these compounds, all the desirable compounds are in the exact same proportions as, as they are in the plant. Were you just referring to your hi-fi technology? Yes. Yeah, so we, uh, so it starts with that premise that I just mentioned. We use cured flour and then we extract using our own proprietary um, extraction technology, which you, you just mentioned called hi-fi, the CO2 technology fine-tuned low temperature and high pressure preserve the exact same ratio of THC, terpenes, and all the other desirable compounds found in the native flower. And really, it's called hi-fi, really after the Greek letter phi, which symbolizes the, called the golden ratio, which is you know, philosophy and um, beautiful proportions repeated throughout nature. And it comes back to these exact proportions. So we have been able to do that and create these exact proportions, which is critical to having a kind of a full spectrum effect and, and maintaining this golden ratio. Mm-hmm. Is there any research or anything that you're working on now that you can tell us about? 
I mean, we're always working on different things. I mean, the one product category that uh, we will be launching is uh, a beverage. You know, beverage is still in its infancy as a category in, in the cannabis space. We have spent uh, many years working on a beverage product that can be shelf stable, that has uh, the, the right efficacy, fast acting, uh, great tasting. So that uh, is our next product up in our, in our lineup and one that we're really excited about. And we see kind of um, increasing the uh, number of products that will be coming out within the beverage space over the next uh, number of years quite significantly. And then beyond that, uh, we do have many other products in the pipeline, although at, at this time, um, we're going to kind of keep some of those under wraps until we're, we're closer to launch. Okay. Well, maybe you can uh, give me the down low when we hit the stop record button. That, that sounds great. <laughs> so I'm just thinking about these, these beverages. What's like the biggest challenge when developing beverages? I'm thinking it has to be taste, but what did you come across? Yes. It, it, well, it's a number of things. It's, I mean, taste is definitely one stability of the uh, cannabinoids in, in the product. So that they don't degrade. That's one of the biggest problems in the space is the degradation of the cannabinoids uh, due to oxidation. The, another big issue is that when the beverage is ingested and metabolized, it often takes up to an hour to start to get some type of activation of the product, the effect. Uh, we've been able to uh, literally bring that down to five to 10 minutes, which is quite significant. Our product's all natural. The, another uh, another thing that we've done is uh, our product is shelf stable and like you said, taste. So you kind of add all those things up. It provides a, a, really we're bringing a beverage to market that there's been a great need for. We do have the scientific background to develop this. Like I said, this has been years in the making and uh, something we're, we're really excited about launching. Thinking about the R&D process. I mean, are you guys like do you get to take stuff home and try it out and see what you think about it? Is that factored in? Um, so we, we have run uh, consumer tests um, in, uh, in Colorado for, for many years. So it's not just in-house testing uh, because, you know, we could uh, fool ourselves and pat ourselves each on the back and say, oh, this is great. Let's get in the market. It's, it's much more effective uh, if you can get some people from the outside testing your product and, and without them knowing which product is yours and, and getting real, you know, analytical information back statistically relevant uh, before uh, launching a product. So, so we do a, a lot of that and we do that in-house to make sure that the products that we are bringing to market are, are, are truly, you know, better. And that's really, you know, the, the, the whole concept of cannabistry and our tagline really in our, in, in our, in our logo is experience better. Not many, if any, companies, uh, I would say, in the cannabis space have spent the amount of time, put the dollars to work on the R&D side as we have. We have been doing this over many years, and we're just really starting to get our products in the market in a much bigger way because we've taken kind of a longer approach rather than you know short time frames and, and getting it out to market. We wanted to make sure they were uh, these products were, were, were truly better. Mm-hmm. It wasn't rocket science to us to say, hey, research and development is going to be important in cannabis. Uh, I mean, it's important in food. It's important in beverage. It's important in cosmetics. And it's important in, in almost any industry. And we kind of felt like it was a stepping mist in, in this space as there was this great rush to get products to market. Thinking several steps ahead where the market's going as opposed to where it's at today 
has always been a, a, an approach of ours and uh, will continue to be. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to hear that you guys are, are doing good work and hopefully other companies will follow suit. Scott Mandel, the pioneer of the free from movement and president of Cannabistry. Thank you so much for coming on the NutriCast today. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks so much, Danielle. If you like what you just heard, you could subscribe to the NutriCast wherever you get your podcast. You can also head to NutriIngredients-USA.com for even more Nutri-related content. Thank you for listening. I'm Danielle Masterson. As always, I'll catch you here on the NutriCast next week.